bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of judgment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people... Up, nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833. Wait a minute. Heard that? 212-1017 is the number. I'm just plugging in my headphones because I always have to adjust my computer because no matter when I send it, send it over there, no matter what I do, it's always off. And it makes my head look extremely big, which it's already extremely big anyway. So. Had a weird conversation today. Had a bizarre conversation today. I was sitting in a place doing what I do every morning. And I made an observation because I'm not normally at this place at this particular time during the day. And I looked around, and the entire place is full of white women. Now, I've been in places that were full of white women. No big deal. The bizarre thing about it is the place was full of skinny white women. And I know people are, you know, I've seen the articles about how, you know, it's discrimination that nobody talks about. Weight discrimination, weight bias. Yeah, whatever. 
Every single woman. You know, I was thinking to myself, do they have jobs? Do they work? Do they have families? Like, what are they doing? I was perplexed. And I looked around and I realized I was in Whitefish Bay. And so there was a white female who I see all the time. And I turned around and I asked, I, I, can, can I ask you a question? And they said, yes. I said, I don't, I don't mean to be presumptuous, which is why I'm asking. I don't mean to be weird or even perceived to be racist. But, and you know what, you, you know what you're saying when you say but, right? You're negating everything you said before that. Why are there so many white women in here? And why are there so many skinny women in here? And nobody has on any clothes. They got workout clothes. Those uh, stretch pants, all of them wear them yoga pants that they wear, dresses over, skirts over, go to work in them, all that, right? Which I, which, which I find a little much. That you're wearing yoga pants to work and you work in a corporate environment. That's another issue. I got nothing to do with that. But the weird part, and and yes, I've seen men in them too. So literally every single person in the place was a white female in yoga pants. Sitting around, running off at the mouth, talking, blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. So I asked her, I said, why, what, what's the deal with this? And she said, oh, this is normal. I said, what is it in white culture that makes white women believe they have to be so thin? And she said, well, it's to keep their husband. And I, I said, what? Well. She said, well, you know, she said, this is a white female who told me this, and she's in her 60s, late 50s, early 60s. She said, white men like thin women. So you will find us working out every day, running every day, eating like birds so that they can be thin. I said, what happened to you just being a human being and a person loving you for life? Like, what, whatever happened? She said, that's just, and, and this is what threw me. She said, this is our culture. And I said, wow. Are you sitting? Now, granted, I was in the North Shore, so I get it. But the fact that all of them were the same, she said, well, that's what you do. You move into a neighborhood and you look around and you see all the accoutrements everybody else has. So you get it. I said, the expensive, like, like baby buggy. She was like, yeah. When the majority of people can't afford the baby buggy, but they get it anyway. She said, yeah. She said, tightly budgeted. Every nickel, every dime counts. There's no extra frill, anything. And she stays at home and he goes to work and that's it. Now, I get the whole tax ramification of that. But I said, where'd that come from? And she said, oh. She said, well, I've always worked my whole life. Me and my husband always said we both wanted to work because, and she said, I work in higher education. I said, oh, okay. I said, but did you work full-time your whole life? She said, no. 
She said, I just started working after my husband retired. I said, oh, okay. I said, so, so what, what is all this? She said, this is just normal life. This is, this is our culture. I said, yeah, but I'm looking around and I'm hearing conversations and I'm watching people interact with people. And th- these aren't, these aren't, um, what's the word I'm looking for? These aren't non-intelligent, non-educated people. And she goes, oh, yeah, of course. So then I come here to the station and I say, and, and I say, hey, um, I was at this place and I start talking to a couple of people here at GKB. And one of them says, oh, my gosh, you don't know what that is? Yeah. She said, those women, oh, yeah, they have Mrs. Degrees. I said, what? She said, oh, yeah. I said, does that stand for anything? And she said, no. I said, well, then what is it? And she said, it's when you go to college to find your husband to go stay at home. And I said, so what you're telling me it is literally a Mrs. Degree. And then I thought, oh, I get it. Mistress Degree. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app at 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. What up, DJ Brother Z? 833-212-1017 is the number. That's what happens when you walk in and you distract me. My brain just goes, and what little brain I have. It's it's really little. It's like a peanut size. You can laugh. I I see I see you starting. (laughs) I saw her face go. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. What? I can't hear you. What? What is that? I didn't say a word. I didn't crack a smile. Yeah, you was about to crack it. Just like that face right there. She fighting it. Don't fight it. Let it go. Smile. <laughs> oh, that's not going to. She lost it. So she tried to look at me this, this like. She tried to look like this. And, and then she ended up laughing. See? See? See how you do? You defeat yourself. You defeat yourself. Um, so I got a couple stories that I was looking at today that really irked me. For different reasons. For different reasons. Is a man's home his castle? Yes or no? Is a man's home his castle? And if it is, or her home, is a person's home their castle? And if it is, 
I just need to take this call. 833-212-1017 is the number. What's up, Big Al? Hey, what's going on? Uh, I just had to call in because I know you said a lot of the women and white fish say, you know, they said they stay in shape so they can keep their husband. No, just one uh, person told me that that's what she said, the reason why it was. Well, that that might be a reason, but the story of white fish bay been going around for a while that, you know, a lot of them do try to stay small, but a lot of their husbands cheat on them with black women, one to stay with and one to play with. How you know that? I just that? wanted to share that information with okay. you. All right, thank you much. All, All right. right, thank you so much. Okay, bye-bye. Huh? Anyway, 833-212-1017 is the number. So your home is your castle. And if anybody has any comments about that, give us a call. <sighs> is your home your castle? Is, is where you live the most important thing that you're doing? So... If I'm in my backyard and and I know if Sheree is listening, just go ahead and call. I'm fine. You all tell me if I'm wrong. Rhea, DJ Brother Z, if he's still in there, t- tell me if I'm wrong. If I'm cooking food in my backyard and somebody next door to me doesn't like the smell of my food, what do we do? So think, I'm sorry, go ahead. The smell of your food? Yes. An Australian vegan has had enough of her neighbor's meat cooking. Penned a scathing letter to the house next door because the smell of the barbecue made her feel sick. Oh, we having a barbecue every Every day. She said enough is enough identified herself as Sarah to her barbecue-hosting neighbor. The letter came after Sarah's neighbor, identified as Kylie, hosted a backyard barbecue gathering with friends to celebrate the coronation of King Charles III. The smell of meat apparently infuriated Sarah, who had previously written a letter to Kylie asking her to close her kitchen window while cooking meat for dinner. Hello, neighbor. Could you please shut your window when cooking, please? My family are vegan. We only eat plant-based foods. And the smell of the meat you cook makes us sick and upset. We would appreciate your understanding. How about you close your window? How about you move? However, Kylie opted to disregard the request and hosted a cookout. That's what I'm talking about. Prompting Sarah to inform her neighbor that this was the last warning she would give while threatening to report her for cooking meat so close to her family. I'm not, I'm not clear if anywhere in the world that's against the law. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. What, would you stop cooking meat because your neighbor's a vegan? Would you like, I don't even know how to start that. It's my house, my food that we're eating. If you don't like it, close your window. What, are you going to burn my house down? Because you don't like the smell of meat? 
I'm having a pig roast. But what would you do if your neighbor decided that they were going to complain about you cooking meat? Like, what's next? When I celebrate a holiday, you don't like the holiday? Like, when I cook turkey and you like duck, so you get mad? Like, I don't know. They're both birds, right? Unless there's like a medical issue. I don't care if you got a medical. Why would I care that you have a medical issue in your house? I'm just saying for poor Sarah, who's got something to say, she better bring some medical records. Why would she? Because she's got nothing to stand on. But I'm not going to change if you show me a medical record. I I wouldn't be like too bad. I wouldn't either. I'm just saying. Be like, beat it and get off my property while you're at it. Mind your business. Sarah. <laughs> the air is her business, though. I mean, let's let's think about it. Sarah smells it and she gets sick and she doesn't feel well. And her family, they're all vegans. And the smell of meat just makes her sick. What do you do when you go in a restaurant? Are there vegan restaurants? There's one over here in the avenue. Okay. 833-212-1017 is the number. I'm, I'm a little perplexed. I mean, I know people like to eat vegan, but that's what I cook in my backyard is none of your business. What I make in my backyard is none of your business. Who I have in my backyard is none of your business. Or is it? I mean, can you say you're sick and you smell vegan food or you smell like, can you smell vegan food? What if I don't like plant based food? What if I throw your food away because you gave me some plant-based food? But the smell of meat from next door? Child, I'm bringing in a cow. We going to cook this cow. Now, if Kylie was super petty, she should just cook a bunch of vegan food that smells like barbecue and let her complain and then bring her a plate and be like, oh, no, it's all vegan. I would do that if I was Kylie. Like, you're complaining, but like all I've been cooking Get off my vegan. property with vegan food. <laughs> real people eat real meat. Bye. That's what that is. That's what that is. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Michael, are you here to bust my chops? Uh yeah. Well, a little. Bit. <laughs> yeah, you know what I would. You, you know what I would do. You should just, that Kyle should just invite her over and you know have invite her over for a ham sandwich. Yeah, I'm sorry. Wow, that's I, I, I can't. I can't. Oh my God, I can't believe that's, you said that. I know. I, yeah. <laughs> what about barbecue pork? I know one time what about barbecue pork. Oh, oh! Now you're making me hungry. <laughs> well, you even though I just say I'm hungry, and then too, if you really want, if you if you really want to be nice. You know, why don't for some soul food? You know, like chitterlings and cornballs. Yeah, because chitlins is not meat. Like I you're right. You're right because chitlins aren't meat. We'll have some chitlins. We'll have some candied yams. We'll oh, have yeah. some greens. Yeah. All vegan food. Oh, oh, chitlins? I thought they were meat. Like I don't know. They're in their intestines. Yeah, That's not meat. Meat is meat. Oh, you're right. You That's know, like right. eating my kidney, oh, right? Well, my but, kidney isn't isn't meat. Oh, I see. You, good point. <laughs> for a turkey leg. I, I I know I'm kind of cheating, but you know I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean it remind me it remind me one time I was watching TV. There's these to be these two Muslim guys that were talking. They they passed away unfortunately, 
But they were talking about the evil for eating ham and and the people were calling them. They were so obnoxious. They kept inviting them for ha- some ham for Easter and all that stuff. It was just, it was just funny. Mm. I, I just couldn't resist. It was wow. just, it was just too funny. Invite them over for a ham sandwich. That's yeah. pretty low, Michael. <laughs> Michael, that's pretty low, and I like I know, that. I, know, I like and, it. And, I like and, it. I know. <laughs> I, I I feel so bad. Can't you tell? Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. I just, yeah, have a good one. All right. Invite him over for our apps. <laughs> Would you, I mean, it's not my fault you're a vegan. I can respect it. What's, what's the other one? A, a Piscatalian or a Pescatalian or whatever. You only eat fish and all that. Ugh, just eat. Eat. You are going to die. There's nothing you can do about it. You can extend it a bit, but it's going to happen. Talking text line from my open. Somebody said, my wife was a fitness addict when we met. She continues to be fit, as in skinny. Skinny don't mean you fit, but anyway. But be but more importantly, healthy and happy. There you go. Can't speak to the ladies in Whitefish Bay. And yes, I would love her if she gained weight. I'm white. She's Hispanic, if that matters. Mm, not really, but I get your point. Very cool. Thank you, sir. A man's home is his castle, but if you have a wife, when the wife gets home, it's her palace, and you become a peasant. <laughs> wow. But what if she's the one cooking? Good doc. I'm with you. I'd roast three pigs and tell her to close her window. <laughs> uh, Paris said being vegan is unnatural. I think it is, too. Being vegan is weird. And just like you say that people that eat meat are weird. And see, the thing that disturbs me about it before we go to break is that many people eat meat incorrectly. And then they complain. This is me. When we come back, we'll talk about it. I think black people eat meat incorrectly. They love. I want it well done. I'm thinking to myself, that meat's going to live in you for the rest of your life. Your body will not digest that. There's nothing like a decent, this is just me, if you disagree, 833-212-1017. You can call and complain. Medium rare steak is the bomb. You get the nutrients. It's cooked. Even if you get it medium, I like medium rare. But if you get it medium, it won't live in you forever. It will be digested and go through you. When you eat Hard, crazy, burnt meat. Ugh. But that's just me. 833-212-1017 is the number. LT said chitlins are meat, just like liver. I, I never thought of an organ as being meat, but but I guess skin is an organ too, right? So meat is an organ. I don't, I don't know. A lot of scientists are asking me. He did say I would smoke a brisket for 12 hours so she smells it before she goes to bed and when she wakes up in the morning. There's only one word for that LT and everybody else who called to talk about this poor defenseless woman. I mean, that I just threw under the bus, but poor defenseless nonetheless. It just, I don't know, petty. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. 
This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Remember, the Black-Owned Business Give Back is back. We've teamed up with the Associated Bank to help local black businesses grow and succeed together. The home of Milwaukee Black Talk will be giving away $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising for three months to five black-owned businesses each quarter in 2023. Sign up for this incredible marketing opportunity. Do you want to? Well, visit blackbusinessgiveback.com. That's blackbusinessgiveback.com. Dot com. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure on the truth for official rules. Head to where? Blackbusinessgiveback.com. Associated Bank member FDIC. 833-212-1017 is the number. Paris said chitlins are funky trash. But you didn't answer the question. Did, have you ever eaten chitlins? Have you ever eaten chitlins, Rhea? And you like them? No. Why not? Um, it's not my like go-to thing. I've had them, so. Well, I wouldn't say it's a go-to thing. What are you doing today? Ooh, girl, I gotta wake up and go get some chitlins. Mm-hmm. I don't really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you make them, in other words, if I saw you clean them, then I'll eat them. Otherwise, I'm cleaning them myself. How but often you, do you eat them? A lot. Well, a couple times a year. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. But you have to know how to actually make chitlins, <clears throat> how to cook them, how to clean them. Well, how to clean them, then cook them. You know, how to get the grease off, how to reheat them. Got to have salt, pepper, and hot sauce, right? And then people freak out. Oh, they good. Oh, they're so terrible. Have you seen a cow get killed, skinned, chopped up, and served? Because you shall be chomping on that steak. The rear end of a cow. But that's okay. Right? Well, it depends on where it came from. Does it matter? It's a dead animal. Just like chicken. Go out there and grab it by the neck. Pop. Skin it. Eat it. Same day, fresh chicken. Chicken was running around the day, pooping everywhere. Eating everything in sight. And you just killed it, chopped it up, and ate it that evening. So... But you got a problem with chitlins? Hmm. Okay. That's interesting. See, I would have brought a cow and a couple pigs to the back. Rib tips. Pork and beans. I'd have threw everything at that woman. And then I would have ate. Like, oh, this is so good. Oh, my gosh. You think she would have called the police? There's a smell in the air, and I want to sue because we're vegan? I don't think so. I don't think the police would come. I don't think the police would come. I'm a vegan in my neighbor, Rhea. 
is cooking ribs, pork ribs, not beef ribs, pork as if there's a difference. And yes, I know there's a difference. Don't call. <sighs> Were there any vegans back in the Stone Age? Like, what are you doing? I don't know. I know I'm tired of eating. Like, did they get tired of eating plants and said, hey, huh. hey, man, you see the dinosaur over there? Yeah, I think we should get it. I'm hungry. And then they tried to eat it raw. Then <laughs> <And> somebody <laughs> just make up the story as you go along. Then somebody invented fire. And now they eat and they eat the meat. Oh, my gosh, this is great. I feel like they probably didn't eat meat until they had fire to cook then. Because you... I would assume they wouldn't be able to kill most of the animals that they would eat meat with. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they didn't use fire to kill them anyway. So No, but I don't know. You know what I mean? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> yeah. Like, do we have a timeline on when fire was invented? Like, is there an actual thing on when fire? Like, who kept time? Is that person still counting? It's been three and a half million years, um, eight months, 14 days, 12 hours, and 16 seconds. Like, I don't know. I don't know. And how do we know they, like, I think some of those stories were made up that we learned in science and math. And I, I think it just made it up. Let me just make it up. Yeah, it sounds good. You know, the way some of y'all talk about we make up religion and make up stories and all that. Okay, you, did you get an answer? Oh. No, not exactly. You mean the internet doesn't go as far back as the... They have sources, but it's not like Prehistoric a, ages? Not like, oh, in 2020, they did that. No, it's more like over several of time span. But then they're also talking about like actual, like natural made fire. So not like man-made fire. So it's a little wonky. So logic is wonky. Is that what I'm hearing? No, that's just what the articles, the few articles I just skimmed um, through mm, kind of said. Mm. Let me type my own because, you know, <clears throat> Rhea be, she be, she be, what what, what they say? She be on something. <laughs> she be on something. I was coming to work happy and stuff. What's up with that? That's kind of weird. Mm. So what question did you ask? When did fire start? Or yeah, well, I asked. I typed when, in when was fire invented. Should have just went on Chat GPT and I asked. <laughs> wait, wait, do you have Chat? Oh my gosh, Chat GPT. I yes. want to know what they say. Yes, I do. I I don't have it. I mean, I have oh. I have an account. I don't have an account either. I use it every now and then when I really need to laugh because it can only answer what people have put into it. Most evidence of fires date 200,000 years ago and only five archaeological sites have been found with evidence older than 500,000 years. So you use carbon dating, but how do we know carbon dating is correct? I don't know. I digress. I guess we got to figure it out. 500,000 years, huh? The first sites were discovered. Interesting. Let me stop because this is Smithsonian 
uh, the Smithsonian magazine. And then I'll start reading and then I'll start talking and then it'll be like eight o'clock. Because I, I get lost in stuff like this because I, I like to read things like this. Archaeological biochemist and I think at some point you'd have to turn to artificial intelligence because you wouldn't be able to do stuff. Yeah. This is interesting. Let me watch this. Close tab. See? Otherwise, I'll be here all day looking at the same thing. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. When a fire starts to burn, right, and it starts to spread, she gonna bring that attitude home. She don't wanna do nothing with their life. When a fire starts to burn, right, and it starts to spread, she gonna bring that attitude home. She don't wanna do nothing with their life. When a fire starts to burn, right, and it starts to spread, she gonna bring that attitude home. She don't wanna do nothing with their life. When a fire starts to burn, right, and it starts to spread, she gonna bring that attitude home. She don't wanna do nothing with their life. When a fire starts to You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I guess we gonna burn this place down. That's real, y'all. If y'all got any complaints about anything, burning stuff down, causing trouble, Rhea. Rhea. Not me. Rhea. Or is it Rhea? It's Rhea. Rhea. Like Maria like, without the uh, ma. That's the best. I mean, unless you've come up with something better, that's the best I've got at least 28 years. <laughs> Maria, Maria without, without the, the ma. ma. You get Ria and just spell differently. That's it? That's all I got so far. 28 years? Yep. 20 something years? 20. And that's all you got? Yeah. Wow. Back to the drawing board. 833 <laughs> 833-212-1017 is a number. Does anybody have a way to help Ria pronounce her name? Because then your nickname could be Riri. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's more like a um, bad girl Riri that they say. Are you that. serious? Yeah, I'm not lying to you. Wow, we got two Riri's. We got two of them. Wow. Not Riri and Ray Ray? No. Why would I be Ray Ray? I don't know. Why you think it was you? I mean, well, <laughs> are, I don't know. I do like Ray Ray, though. That's kind of cute. <sighs> See, that's the death word right there. You could be doing, a guy could be doing anything. It doesn't matter if she's a boyfriend, girlfriend. Does that make sense? Anyway, girlfriend, wife, sister, don't matter. When a woman says cute, run. Bye. Leave. Oh, that's cute. It's a kiss of death. It's a guy thing. You wouldn't understand. Don't worry about it. Well, explain it to us. I'm not. I'm not, because then you tell me I'm mansplaining. I asked. That's not explaining if I'm asking to be. Ex- I can explain it if I want to, whether anybody asks or not. And if they don't care, I don't care. You know why? Because I don't care. <laughs> I needed a reason to say I don't care. 
Well, well, wait a minute. Is it mansplaining? If you ask to, if you ask a man to explain something, is it mansplaining? Yes, it is. It's a man, and he's explaining. You take mansplaining as something you didn't ask for, or he assumes that you don't know, so they explain it. That's exactly it. Too bad. But if I ask you to explain something to me, I don't have to. An explanation. I'm I can tell you. What are you, woman asking? <laughs> What are you, woman asking? Aren't you an adult? Did you go to college? Why can't you learn that yourself? Right? It, it's, just, it's just a circle. Like women get to bash men, but men can't bash women. What are you, woman asking again? It's football. Go get the manual and learn the game. Right? See? But He'd the, be considered mean. The difference is you ask no for it to be explained. There is no difference. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> There's no difference. We're the same, right? We are the same, but if I'm asking you... Right, so you can join the men's team, I could join the women's team. So if you ask me to explain something to you, or if I explain something to you without you asking me what I'm... I'm I'm woman-explaining, I guess, to you then. Ooh, I had a good comeback, but you would have got mad through something at the window. Okay. Can y'all really do that? A woman can't mansplain. No, but we can... Can And we don't need to. We never... That's... You're That's, never right. You're about to say you're never wrong. Is that what you're about no, to say? I was not going to say that. What I, was you going to say? We haven't had that situation where we asked someone just assumed. Right. Because you get to choose when that situation arises. You get to call anything mansplaining and people freak out. And and then the guy's at the disadvantage. Well, well except me, because I don't care. If I ask for an explanation, that's me asking. If I no, know exactly what. The woman I'm, asking. You know what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're a woman asking. But if you don't ask for something and then he tells you he's mansplaining. I think I think women should be more comfortable in who they are. And if a man explains something, she ought not care. She should look at him like, well, that's dumb. She should tell him, hey, that's dumb. Something. She should tell him. She should call him out. But telling me I'm mansplaining, I'm like, yes, I'm a man. We explain things. That's when the fight will break out. Was that my computer? Yes, it was. My computer's tripping. So none of my Word documents work. Like, it'll click and it'll say, not responding. Not responding. And then, Is it the spinning wheel of death? No. It just sits there. And then the pop-up, not responding. And then you click it and it asks you, I'm like, I'm done. Just power down. I'm over. I'm over it. I'm over it. I'll fix it when I get home. Time to pull out that chat, GPT. (laughs) Where's Kyle when you need him? I'll tell you. See, when I was talking to Kyle and he produced my show, there was no mansplaining because it was two men. There was no woman asking because it was two men. Oh, the days. <laughs> oh, the days. And then all my video got corrupted. And then my whole show didn't record. And then I just disappeared from a radio station. All because I said, woman asking. <laughs> that is a good one, though. You got to admit, woman it's asking. It's not a good one. Is a woman asking. It's a terrible Man's one. Mansplaining is a terrible one, too. But Mansplaining said, makes so much sense. Excuse me, you're, you're a, a woman. woman. That's why it makes sense. 
I'm trying to put you in my shoes to understand what I'm saying. I don't want to be in your shoes. I can't be in your shoes. Well, then you'll never fully understand why mansplaining is a full thing. I don't care whether or not it's a full thing. I'm a man. I explain. You ask, I explain. That's when we it. ask, but if we don't if ask I you, don't, it's a problem. I don't, I'm still going to say it. And I don't and care if somebody... And that's the problem is. There's no problem. It's my mouth. I get when, to use it when I want to. Well, then that's just shame on you then. Shame? Yeah. You don't get to shame me. I do what I want to. And so can I. So there. So when you when you Jimmy mansplain Crack, and say it's Jimmy me woman Crack asking when I didn't ask a question, I'd be like, mm, shame <laughs> on him. <laughs> oh yeah, that's gonna make me feel real bad. Oh shame on you. Oh, Wait, and okay. and the words of Dr. Ken, I don't care. I know you don't. But that's why you brought it up though, right? Uh-huh. That's okay. That's all right. Hey. <laughs> you ask. <laughs> I love it. 833-212-1017 is the number. Whose side you on? You on Rhea's side or you on my side? Men can explain when they want to explain. Men can be who they are. Women are who they are too. But I think they take advantage of crossing back and forth and being what they want to be when they want to be it. And then being so ladylike and so this, hey, you said something, you offended me. Right? That's okay. Can I ask a question? Nope. Because I only got 20 seconds. You're going to have to ask it when we come back. Okay, well. Because <laughs> otherwise, it'll take me that long. Should I ask we, it now so you can think about it before we come back? No, because we only got five <laughs> seconds. And the cool thing about it is I still got two minutes, but I just say we got five seconds. Cause I know it, what time we uh, got. I know. I'm just saying. Okay. What's your question? Do you consider- Are you woman asking, by the way? No, I'm not. I'm asking a good question. So when I respond, it won't be mansplaining. Okay, go ahead. Well, I I guess exactly. Look at you. You learned something today. No, it was dumb. I'm not asking for explanation. I'm asking a question. It was dumb, but go ahead. Okay. Would you consider yourself a feminist? That's the stupidest question I've ever heard. I'm not a woman. You can be a feminist if you're not a woman. I said, me, that it was a dumb question. Okay. Not from you, but I've heard that question by other people. Okay. What does being a feminist mean? You got one minute. I would say being a feminist means you support women of all kinds. No, I don't support women of all kinds. And there's my answer to my question. I don't support men of all kinds either. Well. There's no universal acceptance just because you're a human being. Like there, there, are, there are limits and parameters. There are laws. There are all sorts of things that stop you from supporting something. Doesn't mean you don't have value. Doesn't mean you don't have worth or you look at as less than, but they're just some people that I just don't know. Absolutely not. Mm. And I don't support everything women do, just like I don't support everything men do. And vice versa. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Why? We live in America. And you get to do what the heck you want to do as long as you ain't messing with somebody else. If you're a white nationalist or a black nationalist or a uh, racist anything, <sighs> God bless you. Don't hurt nobody. Don't kill nobody. I don't want to hear it. I get to leave if you start talking to me. It's just, this is wonderful. A lot more people should exercise that, but we don't. We want to fight and scream and holler and get mad at things in people that will never change either. So, you know what I say? Top five at five next.